Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Colgate presents Bill Stern. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll a king. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate Brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern broadcasting from Hollywood, California tonight. And our guest here in Hollywood is one of America's most famous radio stars, Jack Benny. But first, real one. He's been a champ longer than any man in sports history. So let's salute the great king of the billiard cue, Willie Hoppy. Okay, Bill. And here's the way Willie Hoppy salutes Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. He writes, I'm a Colgate Brushless booster from way back. Why, I just wouldn't feel informed if I didn't have Colgate Brushless to keep my somewhat tender face from being irritated. No kidding, Bill. Colgate Brushless lets me shave smooth as a cue ball, but leaves my face feeling refreshed. I guess that's because it doesn't dry out on my skin. Signed, Willie Hoppy. Now, isn't that a sweet picture of a shave with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions? A light, fluffy cream that keeps moist clear through your shave, takes the fight out of wiry whiskers so your razor can shear them off close and clean. You can chalk up no snag, no pull, no after irritation to this great brushless shave cream. And because it's not gummy or greasy, it rinses off your face and your razor in a flash. What's more, if Colgate Brushless doesn't convince you completely, just send the top of the carton to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Save money by the big nine-ounce economy-sized jar tonight. Reel 2, Colgate's camera close-up of Jack Benny. Tonight we're broadcasting from Hollywood, and he's one of the most famous stars in Hollywood. His radio program on Sunday evenings is one of America's most famous radio shows, and here he is in person, Jack Benny. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Bill, I want to thank you for inviting me on your program. Well, you're welcome, Jack, uh, but why did you have to pick on, I mean, why did you want to be on my program? Well, it was a natural thing, Bill. You see, uh, I've always been very active in sports. You? Certainly. Football, uh, baseball, boxing, tennis, basketball, track, all those things. Uh, of course, as much as I enjoy them, I've had to give them up. I'm almost 37, you know. Now, wait a minute, Jack. I'm 37. Look at me. Well, maybe you didn't take care of yourself. <laughs> maybe, but getting back to sports, have you given up all forms of sports, Jack? Well, no, no, Bill, not everything. There's still one sport I indulge in quite frequently. Really? What is it? Well, I like to stand on the corner of Sunset and Vine and go... <laughs> Jack, that's not bad. Have you picked up anything? Yes, two poodles, three St. Bernards, and a traffic cop. <laughs> but seriously, Bill, I do swim a little. You know, I have a pool in my backyard. Well, in this weather, who hasn't? Oh, anyway, Jack... been here a few days. <laughs> I know you're still interested in sports, because a few weeks ago you had Joe Lewis on your program. Uh, yes, Bill, I did have Lewis on my show, and he gave me some pointers on boxing. Yes, Joe told me about that. He also mentioned that you had beautiful muscles. Well, yes, yes, I hate to say so, but I have. Come here, Jack, let me feel those muscles. Well, I wish you'd let me know earlier. I would have warned them to the broadcast. <laughs> well, next time I'll call you beforehand. 
You know, Jack, we've been kidding around, but I want you to know that I've talked to a lot of servicemen who've come back from overseas, and they all tell me what a wonderful job you did entertaining our troops. Uh, thanks, Bill, and as we come to the close of this year, the first peacetime new year in five years, I, like everyone else, of course, am thankful for the victory and the peace. I'm also grateful that I was one of those asked to serve in the field of entertainment during the war. I know the theatrical world will always be ready, but I hope it won't be necessary again. You're so right, Jack Benny. But don't go away, Jack. I want you back later in this program. And ladies and gentlemen, that speech by Jack Benny reminds me that this year is coming to a close. So tonight, let's look back and review the outstanding sports stories of this year. Memories of stories that made this year's sports history. Let's begin with... The profile of Jack Shevney. Jack Shevney was one of the greatest football players to ever play for Notre Dame. But after graduation, Jack Shevney left Notre Dame to become the head football coach at the University of Texas. And at Texas, Jack Shevney coached a Texas team that beat his former alma mater, Notre Dame. They even gave Jack Shevney a gold fountain pen, a gold fountain pen that bore an inscription, an inscription which read, presented to Jack Shevney, a Notre Dame man who beat Notre Dame. When this war broke out, Jack Shevney joined the Marines. And as a Marine in this war, he gave his life at Iwo Jima when a Japanese bullet killed him. But the end of this story took place this year aboard the USS Missouri, when the Japanese officials came aboard to sign the official surrender document ending this war. For just as the Japanese official was about to sign Japan's surrender, someone noticed the fountain pen that this Japanese official was using. That fountain pen was Jack Shevney's gold fountain pen, stolen from his dead body at Iwo Jima, and it still bore the inscription to Jack Shevney, a Notre Dame man who beat Notre Dame. was one great sports memory of 1945, but there were others. Do you remember the story we called? The Portrait of a Boxing Team. This was the story of a boxing team, a great boxing team. They were champions, except that they were dirty fighters. They fought dirty. They used foul tactics. Anything to win a fight. In fact, they became so dirty that in one fight, they killed a man. And then they were charged with murder. But on the day that they were found guilty... The judge allowed them to go free. This was because of political influence, for you see, this all happened back in Germany. And those dirty prize fighters were the first Nazi party headed by Adolf Hitler. But there were other great memories of sports events that reached the climax this past year. For instance, do you remember... Profile of a Frenchman. This was the story of a Frenchman who gave one of the world's most lavish dinner parties. This huge dinner party cost this Frenchman over $100,000. And the guest of honor at this Frenchman's dinner party was a horse. A horse named Avion. A great racehorse that this Frenchman had just bought. Maybe you'd like to know who this Frenchman was. He was the former dictator of France, Pierre Laval. Pierre Laval, who was killed this past year... Killed as a traitor to France. And after he was killed, they carted his body away to the burial grounds. 
And the horse that pulled his body to his grave was the very same horse for which he'd once given the world's most expensive dinner party. Now the memories. The memories of this year's sports stories are coming back. Memories that on this last broadcast of this year we must remember. Such as... The portrait of a love story. This was the story of a girl named Lisa and a boy named Joseph. They lived in Vienna and they were very, very much in love. Joseph was a soccer player, a good soccer player. And Lisa began to go with him to the soccer games. She became the official scorer of his Viennese soccer team. The years passed after that, and Adolf Hitler came into power. It was then that Lisa was ordered arrested, but all they found on her was a notebook, a notebook which she said was filled with official soccer scores. And because she was the official soccer scorer, the Germans let her go, let her go to bring her notebook back to the Allies. For in that notebook, there weren't really soccer scores. No, those figures were the formula which gave the United States the atomic bomb. We've just about finished reviewing the best sports memories that took place in this passing year, but we must not forget a story that we call... The Profile of a Rivalry. This was the story of a rivalry between two men. One was nicknamed Ben, the other was nicknamed Matty. These two were rivals in skiing, in racing, in boxing. Always it was Matty who beat Ben. This infuriated Ben so much that he vowed that somehow he'd get Matty, and he did get him. But one day, Ben caused Matty to lose his life. For Ben had Matty murdered. However, when Matty died, Matty's son swore that someday he'd avenge his father's death. And this year, he did. For he killed Ben, just as Ben had killed his father. And so this year saw the end of a rivalry between these two men. A rivalry that began in sports and ended in the death for both men. Maybe you'd like to know who these two men were. Matty was the famous Italian socialist leader, Giacomo Mattiotti, while Ben... Ben was the dictator of Italy, Benito Mussolini. It was Mussolini who murdered Mattiotti, only in turn to be murdered by Mattiotti's son. We've reviewed the great sports memories of this passing year on this last program of this year, but there's one more story, a story we call... The Portrait of a sportsman. This was the story of an athlete. He played baseball, he played football, he rode horseback, he was a great swimmer, he loved sports, and then, then at the very peak of his career, he was struck down. He became paralyzed, but he refused to quit, and he finally came back. He came back to become the president of the United States, for his name was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He didn't become a champion in any sport. Yet he was the greatest champion that sports have ever had. And this year when he died, I couldn't help remembering a simple inscription that's over the Arlington Military Cemetery, where America's war heroes are buried. And I think this inscription meant for them applies equally well to him, for it says, Sleep well, soldier. You are not forgotten. Passing year. Rail three.
A great star will be back in a moment, Mr. Jack Benny. But first... You don't have to wonder why we call Colgate Brushless the shave cream of champions. I'll tell you. It's the chosen shave cream of famous champs in all branches of sport. And second, it gives champion shaving performance, especially to you men with tough beards and sensitive skin. It stays moist and active, clear to the end. It tames those tough whiskers, makes them act like fuzz. So if you're looking for smooth, close, clean shaving with no after irritation, then, brother, you'll find it in Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Ask for Colgate Brushless shave cream in the big nine-ounce jar tonight. Now back to Bill Stern. Real four. Colgate's Candid Camera catches the story behind the story. Ladies and gentlemen, for tonight's story behind the story, here again is one of America's most famous radio stars, Jack Benny. Uh, Bill, I think with the new year coming, there's one story you forgot. And it's a New Year's story. It's a story of a youngster named Robert Burns who came to live with an elderly man in Scotland. These two became great friends, for the elderly man had once been the bare-knuckle boxing champion of Scotland. And young Robert Burns wanted to be a boxer. But one New Year's Eve, the older man was burned to death in a tragic fire. Young Robert Burns was heartbroken over the loss of his old friend, the prize fighter, and with no one left to teach him boxing... Robert Burns gave it up and became a writer. One of the first things he wrote was a poem. A poem that's been set to music. This poem has become the most famous New Year's Eve poem ever written. And it was written in honor of his old friend, the prize fighter, who died on New Year's Eve. For now you know why Robert Burns wrote, Should old acquaintance be forgot and ever brought to mind... Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne. Thank you, Jack Benny. And that's the thrill mark for tonight. We've been broadcasting tonight from Hollywood, California. Next Friday night at the usual time, we'll again be broadcasting from Hollywood. And our guest here in Hollywood next week will be two of the most famous comedians in the world, Abbott and Costello. So be sure and be with the same time, same stations, next Friday evening, when we present as our guests two of Hollywood's biggest stars, Abbott and Costello. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now until the same time next Friday night, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Hollywood. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shakery Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shakery Man, had lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside dope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-T. Jack Benny appeared on this program tonight, courtesy of the American Tobacco Company, makers of Lucky Strike cigarettes. This program originated in Hollywood, California. This is the National Broadcasting Company.